0: And welcome to everyone we are here in the solo voices uh, session we are here with uh, Jacob uh, the liar you can introduce yourself and uh, why this name Jacob we uh, introduce uh, to now to us the um, his new single that is called sunshine
1: absolutely well thank you so much for having me here uh, it's really great to be here um so yeah Jacob the liar um the the band name, or the artist's name, uh, it's actually a moniker. Uh, my name is, is Jakob Kupferberg, and um, it kind of came across in a funny way because it came up in a funny way because my, my friend was looking at me. He was looking for my web page that I just put on on, on, on Google. And um, he searched for my, my my civil name, and up came this Holocaust memorial. Where a guy with my exact name, Jacob Kupferberg, uh, was killed in Terezin, in um in Czech Republic, in 1944. Um, now, my family, on my father's side, which is where the Kupferberg comes from, uh, was Jewish, and most of them were killed in the Holocaust. So I thought, whoa, this might actually be my ancestor, um, which was quite like, Oof, like, you know, that that's quite intense and and and, and starts a lot of questions. So I thought that's interesting. So, and then at the same time I was at a place in my, kind of my musical journey where I wanted to write a song that kind of encapsulates the the person behind the music or at least kind of the the character in the music. And I wanted to create a character as well. My, my, my kind of reference point was Eminem with uh, My Name Is because he introduces who Eminem is to the whole world or Slim Shady or Marshall Mathers because he's got different kind of you know synonyms and, and things like that. Or, uh, so uh, I um I thought for a moment, I thought, well, what if I call myself Jacob the Liar then? Because my music is very much you know, many people who listen to my music they say that there's kind of an integrity there, um, which might be you know related to to you know growing up with. Very little family because many of them were killed in the Second World War. So, it kind of makes you think about world events and, you know, how um, how you're part of the bigger global history of of, of humanity. Um, so I thought Jacob the liar is interesting because because there's so much truth I think coming out of my music. I was like, I wanted it to almost be the opposite of that. So people would be like, well, why is he calling himself a liar? Is he a liar? Um, and then when they listen to the music, it's like, oh, there's a bit more at play. He's actually talking about pretty real things like this, the song I wrote called Jacob the Liar, which is about the Second World War and about this person, Jakob Kupferberg in that concentration camp, who we don't know what happened with, but the song, which is the next uh, EP we're going to record, it's going to be about that. So that's also, Jacob the Liar is also, I found out a film. Uh, I didn't know that initially with Robin Williams. Um, Apparently, a, a, it's, it's a great film, um, and it's, um, it's, it's about, it's based on a book by Jörg Becker, a German book uh, about a guy in a, in a Polish ghetto, uh, in Lotz, who uh, gets taken by um, the Nazis, and while he's in custody, he hears radio transmissions that uh, the Allies are coming, particularly the Soviets from the East. Are coming to attack and uh, liberate to a certain extent uh, Poland um, from the Nazis. So what uh, this Jacob the liar does, he come he he somehow gets set free. He comes back to the ghetto where all the Jews are in the in the ghetto and lots, and he tells them, "Oh my God, the, they're coming!" and wow, wow, and he creates such a buzz and such a good story and it's such a good news for people to hold on to that they go like oh my god who is this guy where does he get this news but then he's in a situation you see because now he's told this story which is probably true because it comes from credible sources now he has to keep making news so he, be, he invents a radio he says oh i got a radio and he listens he hears all these so-called you know interceptions from the allies coming some of it is lies but he says it to give hope to the people of the ghetto because in that ghetto people are ready to commit suicide because of they know what's coming you know the concentration camps etc so it's it that whole that kind of encapsulates i know that's a very long-winded answer to your question but sort of encapsulates you know the root of of the name for the band what it means for the overall story of of the music but also myself as a human being, uh, in a sense.
0: Your music is uh, described as some fusion of of folk, uh, word music, uh, orchestral, and uh, indie pop. Or do you navigate blending uh, these diverse elements to create a cohesive sound?
1: Well, I think one thing I, I always try to do is I never I never tried to write the same song twice. So a lot of my songs have different kinds of vibes or or, or kind of musical genres in them. The latest uh, song I put out, uh, Sunchild, has that orchestral vibe. It has that folky vibe. But other songs have more a rock vibe, even like a little bit of a rap vibe. Um, it all depends what I'm what I'm trying to kind of convey in the song and, and what 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 kind of place I'm coming from when I'm I'm, I'm writing the song. So the genres blend quite uh, significantly between each song. Um, so I, yeah, so I think I think that there's there's sort of a a kind of a base for where it's coming from and where I'm writing from. But then the songs is the genres are just very fluid. I, I just love breaking genres and you know, not being confined to one one thing, because I think one thing, you know, I think that's beautiful about this new world of releasing music. It's way, way more competitive than it was back in the day. You know, you have the 60,000 songs that come out every day. But on the other hand, the genres, you know, sticking to one genre is not imperative. Like it was when I grew up in the 90s and the 2000s, where it was like you were either hip hop or rock or punk or pop or r and now you can kind of encapsulate a lot of different things quite effortlessly and, and without too much repercussion. Where people actually like, oh, the, this rapper that's like Post Malone, he did an indie rock record now or like folk almost. And people don't mind because it's all seen as part of the evolution. And I think that's what I'm trying to also, you know, really really hone in on in 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 my artistry is to 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 not be afraid to evolve as a musician as and as an artist but actually not be confined to one genre but but allow myself to go into other genres to develop not only my sound but also my my own kind of identity as a musician and and what and how i i write about things kind of evolve in that way the
0: so-called crossover do you like these? Uh, yeah, this name that's, that's of
1: point. yeah, and it's funny because you know, linked to what I was saying before. Like I, my whole life has been a crossover because my mom, she was born in in Germany in, in 1945, right before the end of the war, and she grew up in East Germany. She got married to a Danish before my. She met my father, a Danish communist, and was out of one out of a handful of people who crossed over to the West and lived and she grew up, she, she had my, my sister in, in Denmark. And then she met my dad. Um, and, um, you know, she got divorced and she met my dad in Moscow and my dad was, his roots are, as I mentioned, Polish, Jewish and, and Russian. And he grew up in a, in a in a refugee camp in West Germany, um, and got to Sweden through uh, asylum status in, in, in the fifties, um, and grew up in Sweden. Uh, so that's a crossover because he's not from Sweden in any sense of the word but he's 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 basically grew up there and and did quite well came from working class background but ended up becoming a professor you know in in and quite esteemed and, and 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 having a lot of a lot of uh, success in his life with that but we also grew up because of his work we grew up around the world so we grew up in Denmark we went to Germany we went to the states we went to Sweden on my own I've lived in six nine different countries six on my own um just you know after after all that kind of growing up phase i, I just went all over the place to, to try and live in different places and soak in different cultures and atmospheres music genres. so there's a lot of crossover not just in the music but also in i guess in my life you know
0: the Renaissance anthem uh, Sunshine carries a sense of uh, rebirth after a, a period of uh, social isolation and healing. How did your personal experiences during this time influence the musical and lyrical direction of the track?
1: Yeah, it's a great question. So, I um, I when I was in um, in high school, I was living in in, in Sweden and um, I had very bad, uh, very bad skin. So I got this very strong medication and uh, it basically, um, it was so strong that if I was going to have it um, you know, subscribed again, it would, it would kill me. So I stopped using it and I, I had a very long sickness, uh, like a very, very long health condition that almost killed me at multiple different points and dragged on for about a decade. Um, so, um, my youth was was very much something that um, I I kind of lived vicariously through through the ways that I could, and and, and also through 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 my friends um, because I was not I was not always uh, so well during that time. So there's a grief in terms of my youth. I think that's where it comes from in Sunchild because you know, normally people in their twenties and their early twenties, mid twenties, late twenties, they're living their life. They're running, traveling around the world. They're doing all these great things that are creating all these experiences. And I was to a certain degree, but there was, there was this sort of health condition that meant that there was a big kind of, there was a big, um, you know, uh, part of me that, that wasn't able to do that in the same way as my peers. So there's a grief related to that, which is that um, my youth was was quite painful, you know? Um, so the song came out of that and it was sort of came at a point when I'd done my master's degree in London, um, moved to Cape Town to kind of start over, uh, worked at a, in- a Futures Institute and uh, wanted to find kind of a, my path in life you know what was going to be the next thing after my master's degree was it going to do a you know work in environmental science because i'm i'm i come from an environmental background human rights background um and i wrote sunchild because i was just i had craziest and most amazing year in london doing my masters but it was so exhausting i don't know if you've ever been to london or if you live in london but it's a crazy city, it's so busy, there's so much going on, it was amazing, but it was also quite exhausting. So when I got to Cape Town, it was like, now I can start over, I can reflect on this whole process, you know, the grief from losing key years in my life, in my youth, but also the joy of coming out of it, and now being at a place where, wow, I can start over, I can see everything for what it truly is, and, you know, hopefully create something amazing out of that, and that, that's the feeling I, I wanted to convey in the song because I didn't want it to be like, oh, I felt bad, feel sorry for me. Like, you know, like some folk music can be quite, you know, dark where it's like it almost sits in its own kind of pain and, and it doesn't move. But I've never wanted it to be like that. I've always wanted my music to be moving through the pain, moving through the darkness and getting on the other side and finding hope and joy and purpose and... A mission in life again that I can feel proud of and, and be really energized by. So that's kind of where the song came from.
0: Uh, maybe kind of the original uh, Jacob the Liar that uh, they uh, gave um, o- hope to to the people mm, in mm. some way.
1: Yeah, I do think there's a link. There, there is a link there that I, 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 which is one of the reasons why I wanted that to be the moniker because. I think, you know, when you've been through something really crazy, you know, something something that is, is beyond what most people would, you know, hopefully not uh, experience in their life, it does give you a kind of a depth of understanding of what life can also be like. And that's a truth that, you know, is very, it's painful, but it's powerful because you can actually take it with you into the world and you know, ins- hopefully, inspire others in some way to kind of not be bummed out or or, or, or feel feel uh, overwhelmed by whatever they're going through because there is there is hope. You know, if if, if I could get through what I went through, you know, in my youth, um, and and I had you know years when I was pretty much not 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 not, not able to do much. You know, but I still, I still persevered. I still pushed through because, I, I had a feeling. There was this voice in me. It was like there's something on the other side, and you just have to keep going. And 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 it led me to hear, You know, I'm 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 I feel like extremely lucky that I'm healthy. I'm alive. I can make music. I can play concerts. I have a you know I have a lovely lovely life with my partner and and a and, a, and a job I like and and it's it's that thing of like being able to hopefully inspire others. I think inspiration and and empowerment, resilience are some of the most powerful concepts because we all need them. We're all human thing we are living things on a planet that you either live or you die. Depends what choices you make. But if you push through, you get to the other side, you know, hopefully, but but surely if, if if you believe, you know.
0: The Influencers um, list include uh, Jeff Buckley, Radiohead, uh, Rage Against The Machine uh, and uh, many more. How do these uh, diverse influences uh, manifest in uh, your music and uh, which aspects uh, do you draw inspiration from the most?
1: Yeah, it's a great question. So Jeff Buckley came later. Rage Against The Machine came first. That was when I was an angry young man and I was like, I wanted to punch the system, you know, and they really spoke to me because they I felt like they could channel some of that anger. And I think a lot of excuse me, especially young men of that generation uh, can can relate to that in different ways, Um, at least the ones who've come across them. But in generally in general, you know, rock music, punk music has that ability to tap into that anger and give some kind of feeling of understanding so as a misunderstood teenager, Rage Against the Machine was my go to band. But then I realized that anger wasn't going to save me. You know, uh, there's a song by Rage Against the Machine called Freedom, where Zach was one of my favorite um, vocalists of all time. He says, uh, anger is a gift. Your anger is a gift. And I really believed that. I was like, because, you know, I'm uh, I'm, I, I, I'm very much somebody who calls out a bit like Zach, like, you know, that's the same level, of course, he's, 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 he's had a very successful band and people always want to see them co- come back and return and and tour. And it seems like they're not going to do that. And that's obviously a big shame. But, you know, I've always been someone who talks truth to power, calls out injustice, says when things are not right. And that band really spoke to that. But I also realized anger is not enough. We need love. And that's where Jeff Buckley came in. You know, I was very inspired also by John Lennon at the time because I felt like he was doing something in the music world, at least, that wasn't happening anywhere else. You know, talking about, you know, universalism and love, not just him. Beatles did that in general. And rock music and, well, not just rock rock music, but music in general has that ability to bring people together. But for me to kind of get into the more emotional side of myself, I think Jeff Buckley was the gateway uh, because he was just so so in touch with his emotions, so sensitive. You know, his first album was called Grace, first and only uh, really full album that he released. And it's such a beautiful creation of sounds and his his voice is incredible. And The way you can feel him singing it really inspired me to get better at, you know, how I use my voice, not just as a tool of power and and being like angry and, and getting all that fire out, but also being a place where the emotions, you know, the, the the pain and the love and all these other things that are so integral to anybody's life, you know, because um, we can't just live on political fury alone. The, those who do are probably not the healthiest, uh, I, I would think. I think we, we need all the feelings. And Jeff Buckley was the gateway that led me to other bands like Radiohead. The early Coldplay was, was really important to me. There's other bands that meant a lot to me, I think. You know someone like lenny kravitz i think is a bit understated in the sense that he manages to take so many boxes at once you know he's jewish he's black he does rock music he's he's very flamboyant you know dresses in a way that um most men don't dare but he's still you know um very masculine and, and, and very like um you can sense that he he's not afraid of 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 being androgynous and being and, and, and having a sensitive side as well as feminine side. So all those things have meant a lot to me in, in, in all those all those different artists and I think you know for for a lot of artists that that are in this space of questioning, you know different things, I think they're, they're, there's there's a lot of wisdom in the way that artists like David Bowie and you know um, even Mick Jagger have, have kind of challenged, norms. Um, and I think, you know, whether the norms are political norms, or whether it's, you know, what a what a man can, can wear, like anywhere like some pink, pink, <laughs> or like a red jacket or something like that, you know, was 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 kind of cool for me as well. It's not the biggest thing about my music, I, I, I'm not really obsessed about breaking boundaries in that sense. But I do appreciate the artists that have not been afraid to to do that because it's inclusive as well because people who, who might be you know inclined to to dress like that then feel like well if lenny kravitz can do it and he's this rock star this you know wow it's like almost like almost like god in, in that sense you know then they can do it as well so i think music breaks boundaries and 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 build, and, and and evolves norms by what they are confident and able to do and it's definitely something that's inspired me in terms of what I, what I, how I write songs, how I, how I dress, how I, how I allow myself to uh, be on stage. Because I think you know, when you're a musician, when you're on stage, it's you're you're you you're the main actor. You 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 you're the you're the person people are looking at if you're the singer, and, and they're they're interested in what you're saying. So it's really about you know having something. To give, you know, I think that that's what music is—is is giving something to to people and and making them hopefully experience a feeling or a joy or a, some kind of release, you know. So we're very long-winded answer. I apologize, but we're getting. No, it's,
0: into... it's a pleasure uh, to uh, to have your opinion uh, and uh, to know what you think uh, because uh, we are here for that. So. I'm uh super happy to to have this type of uh answers. Having traveled the um, the world to grow your musical identity, can you share any specific uh, experiences or cultures that uh, significantly impacted your um writing and musical development?
1: Yeah, I think um there was there was one moment when I was, I was about probably about twenty-two years old, and I was not, I was not doing so well at the time. But um, I watched a documentary where a man, a father of of a kid who was uh, something terrible happened to their kid. There was a someone in the area where they lived, a pedophile who who had been terrorizing people, and the man he he he. He had such a profound pain but also just outrage in his voice when he, he he called this out and it was like i was doing something i was writing uh maybe I was writing something on my computer and I, everything just stopped i listened to man. the pain that he had when he, he he said something about what this man had done to his son really stuck with me and i was like I want to be able to channel that. So it comes back to the previous question about, you know, the Jeff Buckley and the Sakhala Rocha, because the beautiful thing about, I think, Rage Against the Machine and what Sakhala Rocha did is that he channeled this fury, this anger, this this outrage. But Jeff Buckley channeled, for me, this sensitivity and love because outrage and, and rage should be love as well there should be love there that kind of because love is the continuation of life and and that moment when i saw that documentary i was like that was that was deep that was really stuck with me so that was something that really influenced my my songwriting because i was like i don't want to tap into that all the time because probably gonna it's it, that, that, that that's not necessary but i want to once in a while be able to tap into that kind of that kind of feeling. And so that's why sometimes when I'll do falsettos, when I do like certain sounds, I really, I really, uh, really try to tap into that kind of almost universal hurt of like, this is really deep. This, this really needs to hit deep because, you know, um, if that man can stop time for me talking about something that tragic, I want to be able to do the same thing. Not all the time, but once in a while, I think, we need that wake-up call of like this is wrong, this needs to change, this needs to get better, you know.
0: Your music is uh, described as unpredictable yet uh, strangely therapeutic. How do you balance the unpredictability with uh, creating a sense of uh, therapeutic resonance uh, for your listeners? Uh,
1: that's a great question. Do you want to do that again? Because I just got a pop up from my email. I don't want you to have that noise in your in your recording. That would be a shame. Do you want to just repeat that question? Just start sure. there. Sure, sure. Sorry, I don't want to mess up your um, your, your 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 program.
0: <laughs> don't worry. Your music is um, described as unpredictable yet uh, strangely therapeutic. Uh, how do you balance the unpredictability with uh, creating a sense of uh, therapeutic resonance uh, for your listeners?
1: Yeah, it's a great question. I think, like, um, where it comes from is that, um, you know, in my life, I've, I've always been a bit, I've always been a bit on the, um, in the sense that I get bored very easily. So I've always kind of wanted to evolve and. Try, try, try things a different way, and write a song like this. Write a song like that. You know, cook things this and that way, um, and it's 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 a way for me not only not to get bored, but also a way for me to um, not get stuck. Um, and I think you know we all we all need a foundation. We all need a base. You know, we can't just keep moving all the time. Um, but I think for me, music music is most interesting when it's not still like art needs to constantly be evolving if art gets predictable too predictable it it kind of it 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 becomes still and that can work for a little bit but i think if it carries on it becomes irrelevant so i think for me the, the unpredictability is key for my music to stay relevant with me, for me to stay interested in it. And that's where it becomes therapeutic because, um, for me at least, because for something to not be still and not be just, you know, a glass sitting in the, in the, on the table in the kitchen, it needs to constantly be filled with new content. You, you want to put some coffee in there some orange juice you know not at the same time but you want to constantly try to develop what you are creating and that for me is somehow strangely therapeutic um i think you know i think the way it's 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 been th- therapeutic for me as well is that it's it's sort of it's been my way to write myself out of where i was when i was in my youth um it's been a way for me to create a voice that i could that i could you know grasp and, and 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 embody in a way that would help me uh evolve and and get well and 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 get back into the world into life into you know all these things that we're here to do so that's been somehow strangely therapeutic for me. Um, I've I've had a lot of really great feedback about the latest single, um, and and you know if 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 my music can do anything for anybody in terms of helping them, you know, with with what they're going through and giving them that beacon of 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 light and hope that that it did for me, then that is strangely therapeutic as well for me and. Hopefully for them as well, you know, um, because that's the power of music; it it can heal, you know.
0: Yeah, it's uh, firstly for uh, yourself, uh, and later for uh, uh, the 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 people who listen. Uh, I mean, it's a win-win, probably.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that that's, you know, I think the world become the world is is. Can be a very lonely place you know where where nobody except maybe your parents if you're lucky really cares about you who you are what your aspirations are blah 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 but if you create something for the world that makes them feel valued as well as well as yourself because that's why you're creating it you're actually creating what makes the world come together and what makes it makes makes the the point of existence in a larger um cohesive or, or a larger community makes it makes it matter you know because most of the time we're just working on our own things we're just hanging around the house or in a cafe or you know going for a walk and we're just doing our own thing working on our own thing and that's great we need that but we also need the connection with the outside world, you know, and 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 the people there are not just our friends, but also strangers, maybe, and and connect with the bigger picture in a way.
0: Can you share a behind the scenes, uh, Anett, or interesting stories related to your journey as an artist?
1: Behind the scenes, um, good question. I, I guess, you know. I think that where when I first started recording, I was I was really I was really excited, but I was also nerve wracked about you know whether whether what I was doing was was any good, whether it was good enough for music industry. And what I found is that you know every step of the way when I've Quoting a new EP or a new single is that as long as you're evolving and getting better, that's all that matters because it's a journey. And I think my behind the scenes, the, the most important behind the scenes moment for me has been those moments where I'm like, you know what, I can be, you know, I can think or feel whatever I've done about what I've just done uh, and released and put out, or I can just be like, well, I'm just going to keep going, and get better. And uh, if I do that, it's gonna get better, and 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 you know, hopefully, um, that will generate over time a kind of a, an interest that is 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 genuine and and really engaged with what I'm engaged, what I'm trying to engage others with, or what I'm creating. So. I think the journey is just improvement, you know, continuous improvement, keep working on it, get more nuance in there, get more, um, sometimes I, I, I want to write something really straightforward as well, you know, something straight just off the, off the cuff, you know, sometimes I want to be a bit more complex and, and challenge people's intellect, but it's all for me part of improving what I'm creating so that hopefully it creates a piece of art that um, people will go like, "Oh, that made me think, or that made me feel, that made me, that that did something to me," and that that is that is the point, you know, for me at least.
0: What's your favorite part of the music creation process, from writing to recording and performing? And do you have any unique rituals?
1: Yeah, it's a good question. I think for me, it's always when I'm. When I've written a song and I'm like, yeah, that works, then I'm really happy. Um the small points along the journey that can be quite exciting when you when if 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 I write a, a lyric that I'm very happy with, like a, a verse or even just like a little a little phrase, a song title that can be exciting, a chord progression that's fun to play, or a, a riff that's fun to play. Um, or when I've I've recorded something um, and I get the first mix or the master, and it's always exciting to hear the final product, you know, like oh, it's sounding, you know, better than 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 I could have even hoped. And 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 that 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 part of the process is really exciting. But I think when the songwriting process itself is is really where it happens, you know, because that's where you transform what you've experienced and what you've Wanted to kind of communicate into a product or a, a kind of a song where you go, it's working now, and I I think this this can work. When you that feeling, I think, is probably the best because you feel it's a it's a feeling of completion, even though it's not recorded, it's not out, but you know at that point this could be some something. So you go, oh, nice, and it's 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 that. You know, again, the strangely therapeutic part of it where it's like it's just a very heal can be a very healing endeavor because in songwriting, at least what I do in my songwriting is that I write through my pain, whatever I've experienced or the joy or the craziness of life or whatever. And once I put that into something, I'm like, ah, that was nice. You know, that was really great to 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 get out and to to. To go through.
0: How do you approach uh, some writing? There are uh, specific events or experiences that often uh, serve as inspiration for your lyrics or simply that come?
1: It's a great question. I think either heartbreak or joy of love. So within the love sector, it's either good or bad. Um, or it's. Um, it's, it's more political, more societal, more about humanity and kind of where we're going. I love writing um, little, uh, little kind of com- lyrics with complexity when it comes to uh, the zeitgeist, you know, uh, where is at and where, where people are going with technology and things like that. Uh, but I also love writing more general songs about you know um, not 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 necessarily political, but but more around like where we um, where we're heading as a as humanity at, in terms of kind of are we getting are we getting the right things right and the wrong things wrong um, and um, so yeah it's it, it's it's varied, but I think generally it's it's either about love or it's about myself. Um, and my, my, my kind of personal evolution, my personal journey, my personal, my life and, and where, where I, where I've been, where, where I'm at, where I want to go, or it's more those societal bigger picture things. So it varies a bit. Um, I think that the, the vibe of the song will usually give that away where, where my mind is at, if I'm angry or if I'm, you know, heartbroken or if I'm in love or whatever it is.
0: What are your goals and aspirations for the future? Do you have any specific milestones or projects on the horizon?
1: Absolutely, great question. So, I have one EP I'm recording late March, and there's gonna come four singles out of that, and that's gonna lead up to the LP, which we're gonna release later this year, and. yeah, the, there's a lot of ideas I have in terms of the release, making it into an event, uh, a, a kind of artistic event. Um, so yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to reveal too much, but uh, there's a lot of lot of ideas on the table, and and it's, it's you know for us as a band it's really exciting, um, and and you know I have I have a lot of EPs and songs I want to record after that as well the songs all there ready to kind of be molded into something studio material like, so it's just about getting the the dates in the diary and get all the ducks in order. And then, yeah, we're just going to release more stuff. And I think, you know, what we we're talking about before about, you know, um, unpredictable and, and, and the journey and all this stuff. I, you know, I think milestones wise, it's, I never want to put a number or a specific thing on the the plate because then I feel like I'm I'm kind of hung up on that. Like then I'm like bound by that. But, you know, we'd love to get radio, you know, even more radio airplay. And, you know, maybe be picked up by BBC introducing. And, you know, um, we've had some really great feedback from some major artistic development and, and and you know big music industry people in the United States who've been really positive about the music so I think a milestone would be to kind of grow that momentum and get more people engaged more people knowing about the music more people going oh this is this is kind of cool you know and um, and and see where it can go really I I I'm, I'm not you know my partner she's very much like she just you know and Im- embodies whatever she's trying to achieve it's like it's gonna happen i'm a bit more you know hesitant to kind of jump on any kind of oh yeah i'm, I'm gonna get ai I, want to get a grammy or you know because um I'm, I'm i'm just not that way but i think you know we just want to grow it gradually and i think that's the healthiest way to do art in general because unless you're you know unless you're insanely well prepared i think if you blow up overnight as a musician a lot of people struggle with that you know um going from nothing to everything within 24 hours can can take a huge toll on your mental health so i'm kind of happy to grow it gradually um but growing you know and and building and evolving and i'm sitting here with you today that's already a good proof that you know i'm i'm well on the way to um, to to to, to uh, get into a place where more people will, will will know who Jake who the fuck Jacob the Liar is and, and what this music is about because you know I have, I have a lot of I have a lot of um, things I want to achieve with the music, not just you know getting getting exposure and getting radio play and maybe touring and all those things, but also kind of the message is is huge. For me, it's probably bigger than any kind of specific success criteria uh, that the music industry would, would kind of say is what you should be aiming for. I, I really want people to take something away from the music and maybe think about something or get a perspective or get, get a, a good vibe, a good feeling out of it. That, that's my main goal.
0: Now we will play your uh, new single, uh, Sun Child. Maybe you can introduce it for us and let us know what do you want to express with uh, that song?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, So Sun Child is a song about rebirth. It's this, you know, I was kind of alluding to it earlier that um, excuse me, um, that, um, you know, I'd come out of this whirlwind of London (laughs) and even though I'd loved it and I'd enjoyed it, it was, it was, it was quite, quite intense. And Sun Child, you know, was this sort of moment of going through the grief of losing key years in my youth, Um, but also being able to go through that and having an experience like London and feeling like life is possible, you know, and, and I can achieve what, I'd always dreamt to achieve um and and that that feeling of hope was something I really wanted to get through the song not negating the pain that got me there being real about that and being like that was that was what it was it was tough but I got through it and now I'm here and I'm ready to be reborn and I'm stepping into the light and I'm a sun child and that feeling was was quite quite deep for me uh, in that moment, in that time in Cape Town, Switzerland, in Cape Town, South Africa, I went there during the water crisis there because I was thinking about doing a PhD on big cities running out of water. And it was just a, a beautiful time. And I met some great people, and it was just starting over, rebirth. And we all need that sometimes. Uh, sometimes life is amazing. You know, right now, my life has never been better. I, I'm so such in such a blessed place, you know. Um, and there's been times when it wasn't like that. And I think that it's like that for a lot of people. You know, sometimes we fly in the sky. Sometimes we drown in the mud. And it's all about getting up and getting on with it and, and, and moving towards the, the good parts. And that's what Sun Child aspires to. Thank you so
0: much uh, Jacob for your time. Uh, you guys can uh, follow um, the production uh, of uh, this uh, inspiring artist on jacobdelayer.com, Facebook, Spotify, SoundCloud, um, YouTube and Instagram. And again, thank you so much for your time. Uh, that was a great time. And thank you. Now we listen Sunchild. Bye. Thank you.
1: Thanks for your time. Bye-bye. Take care.
2: struggle so without end when it's too late to hate when it's too late to pretend because in truthfulness of the sun They're all looking down The barrel of a gun Cause in truthfulness